host Keith the Madman Coming straight to you with movies, cigars, and a brew Discussing movies while kicking back Whether they are good or they're bad With the hottest movies and non-release I am talking about details and what I see So tune into the podcast while I vent With reviews, news, and nonsense, yeah And now... Recorded live from the capital of the first state of these great United States, Keith. This podcast you're about to hear is brought to you by Duclaw's Dirty Little Freak. Now, that's not really true. I don't have any sponsors. Um, But if I did, I would let these guys sponsor me today because this is actually a good beer. I'm going to tell you. Um, The movie I'm going to talk about, though, is John Wick 2. And uh, this movie surprised me a little bit because the first time around, I did not expect anything from it. I didn't even see it in the theater. I think I saw it on Netflix rental. Uh, And it was very surprising because it really keyed upon some of the greatest parts of Keanu Reeves' career where he did not overact and uh, he used his martial arts uh, skills. It turns out, you know, he's 52 years old and you wouldn't even know it by by looking at him in this movie. Uh, he's really, um, he really can kick some rear end he, and he, um, <clears throat> he does so in this movie. Uh, the choreography is out, outstanding, off the charts. Chad Stahelski helms uh, this again. He was in the he was in the last one. He doesn't have a lot of actual directorial credits to his fame, um, but he does have a tremendous amount of stunt coordination credits. And he was, you know, he did the stunt coordination for films like Three Hundred, The Matrix, V for Vendetta, and Constantine. Um, just to name a few, I mean his 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 credits go way back. I mean he started out like in the '80s in some of the kung fu type, uh, you know, uh, m- movies. So he's got a tremendous amount of uh, history with being able to doing st- stunt coordination, and, and he's also taught martial arts, which also helps, I think, a great deal if you're going to do this type of movie. And um, you know he's really into kickboxing, etc. And if you look at those movies, 300, The Matrix, V for Vendetta, they had some extremely slick moves in terms of the fighting and the style. So you can kind of feel that, um, that, 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 that what he brings to the table. And that's really what you get in this. You get another big healthy dose of what uh, people refer to as gun fu. You know, it's not kung fu, but it's a lot of guns. And so it's that stylized thing. I mean, this guy is, is a dead-on assassin. Um, you know, he, he just does headshot after headshot after headshot. And that's really how this movie starts right out. I mean, it doesn't even waste any time, um, with any preamble. I mean, you kind of are thrown right into a situation where you're seeing John Wick, uh, have to go and, and get his car back again from somebody. And it looks like it was somebody that was related to, to tie into the last movie. And I guess there might've been some ending that kind of left it that way. I don't recall, um, but, you know, he's just blasting through these people. And actually, he gets to his car, and he starts tearing around with his car and busting it up. And you're like, well, doesn't doesn't he want this thing? Why, why is he doing all this crazy stuff to his car? Um, you know, it's, it's, it's in a beautiful Mustang as well. But you wonder why he does it. And then, he, you know, after he kills off everybody just about, 
and uh, you know he get, he goes home like with it in pieces. Doesn't even have a door, and he opens up the glove box, and there's a card in there. I guess it was a birthday card that he got from his deceased wife, and um, there's a picture of the two of them together. And you realize that that's what he, this thing was all about. Of course, he doesn't like people to take his stuff, and he will kill you for taking the stuff. Uh, that might have been enough alone, but. What he really wanted out of that car was the picture. So this sets up uh, the, the beginning of it, and that's that's all sort of just almost just like the opening before they even sh- show anybody's credits. It, the movie just starts uh, in, in the viewing that I watch, and I'm assuming that that's the way it was intended. It jumps right into the action. Quickly, he, I mean, he's barely there any time. I mean, he has enough time to take you know all of his stuff downstairs and bury it back into the, into the uh, basement floor, and he you know, pours concrete and it's, it's, it's down there drying. As soon as that happens, he's getting a knock on the door. And so apparently all the actions that he took pla- that took place in the prior movie has made it so that this guy, you know, you never knew how he got out of the game, but, but part of the reason he got out of the game is because he, he did, he, um, got out of this assassin's club was that he performed this impossible task. And apparently, the guy that knocks on the door helped him some way, and you realize that this is a much broader thing, and he holds his marker, which basically is a thumb, bloody thumb imprint. So somehow he helped him get out of it and retire, but because he came back and killed everybody, he's like, well, you're, you're not really out of the game, and I'm calling in my marker, and I want you to go kill my sister. <laughs> so that's, that's where the story really starts, and his uh, sister... Uh, is you know a connect, connected uh, Italian uh, mob boss because her their father apparently uh, you know left left it to her so she has so she's got the control of it and he wants to take it from her. That's where we start the movie uh, in essence and and he you know I, so brilliant in terms of the fighting sequences. Uh, the movie is two hours and two minutes long, which um, to me is a little bit too long. It starts to get a little bit tiresome in terms of, I mean, how many times can you see him wrestle a guy to the ground, uh, shoot that guy in the forehead, and another guy just magically appears at that moment that he wrestles to the ground and he shoots him in the forehead. And sometimes he pops off two or three in the forehead right at the same time. Meanwhile, it seems seemingly the other guys don't ever even get to fire the gun, which is, which is, you know, this is, that's the way these fighting movies are. And that's fine. And, and in terms of the actual choreography and stuff, you, you simply are not going to see anything any better. I mean, this is, this is, this is, you know, almost like raid, you know, type of the raid quality in terms of just, it's different, obviously the raids its own thing, but this is a pretty impressive the way that they did this. And, uh, but, so here's here's the buts. You know, as a fighting movie, it's fantastic. Um, but it, as taken as a follow-up to the first one, with the expansion of the story, um, and, and simply there's just a lack of heart in this one. Because in the first movie, you know, they killed the dog, it took his car, and, you know, the scenes were pretty tight. You didn't get too... The world didn't get too big. And you, you, you know, and most of the action that took place seemed to be dark and deserted that type of stuff this movie kind of brings it right out there into the front i mean there's 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 fighting sequences that take place on subway platforms there's stuff that take ways, tech, takes place just out in the middle of places and <clears throat> sometimes 
there was a couple places, especially during the Italian thing, when all this fighting and, and carnage is going on, people don't even seem to be reacting to the fact that there's guns going off in their midst. And um, that, that you know, and, and I don't believe in, even in, in those scenes, the guns were silenced. And so there, it begins to wane in terms of, you know, how you feel about the world in which it takes place. And it's, it's a little bit diminished. And it's okay if, if you know these these stories barely hold together usually uh, as it as it stands. But the first one really kind of worked as a revenge flick because you know the, the, they this uh, this punk ki- killed his puppy that was the only connection to his wife, and you really felt for him. You know, you felt for him in that in that sense. In this one, it's a little it's a little it's not as great. I mean, because he he's getting drawn back in. You know he's reluctant, reluctantly doing a job because he has to because of this code, but it's not a good job and it's not for a good purpose. So you don't you don't have that same sort of high ground. I know that might be a pathetic way to think of it, but it, he had a sort of high ground and he seemed like a a guy that really wanted to be out. Right now, you know, with what he's doing, he might be better off just letting them you know kill him because I mean, what what happiness is he going to find in life at this point? Um, and as as you will find out, there's going to be a part three, and the world's even getting bigger at that point. So I don't know what his ultimate end game is. I don't I don't know this story, or if it co- takes place from something else, or if this was based upon something. I I don't actually know. Um, it has that sort of comic booky feel to it a little bit, but um, you know, all in all, I I liked it, but I think it got a little long. Uh, just like this, maybe just like this podcast got just a little bit too long. Maybe I should have wrapped it up about a minute, minute and a half ago. I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that. I can always cut stuff out, though. You don't even know how long I've gone. That's the magic of, of editing. Uh, you know, I don't edit that much, but I do a little. So uh, that being said, I'm only going to give this a B minus. Um, I'll play the trailer right after a few little advertising things about where you can follow me. Um, And if you do like any of this, please give me a like out on Facebook or wherever you're hearing this, whether it's uh, the things you're going to hear about in just a second. So go see it. It's fun. But um, maybe, maybe, maybe only if you really like fighting movies. Talk to you soon. You have been listening to the Movies, Cigars, and a Brew Podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, and Stitcher. Find reviews of other movies, cigars, and beers at MovieCigarsAndABrew.com. Give a like on Facebook or follow Keith on Twitter at MovieCigarBeer. Your trailer is coming up next. The man, the myth, the legend. Welcome to Rome. Is this a formal event or a social affair? Social. How many buttons? Two. And what style? Tactical. Mr. Wick, do enjoy your party. How good to see you again so soon. You have no idea what's coming. You want a war? 
Or do you want to just give me a gun? Whoever comes, I'll kill them all. The man, the myth, the legend. John Wick. You're not very good at retiring. I'm working on it.